Hi all, I'm Dan Smegrod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum. Today is Thursday, November 12th, 2020, and you're watching WGAN-TV Live at 5. We have an awesome show for you today, how to easily light, uh, how to easily add light to Matterport Pro 2 cameras. Uh, if you're struggling doing Matterport scans in spaces with subpar or no par, <laughs> no lighting, uh, or you just want to have consistent, predictable lighting, uh, this show's for you. Uh, uh, joining us today, Matterport service provider Tony Healy with Capture LLC in Southern New England. Hey, Tony, good to see you. Good to see you as well. Thank you for having me here. Awesome. Thanks for being a guest on the show. Tony has uh, pioneered a solution in conjunction with Lytra and is here to talk to us about it. Tony, why don't we begin with an example of a problem that a Matterport uh, service provider would experience, let's say perhaps uh, uh, a, a residential home that's had a fire. I've got one for you that's, yeah, and a lot of times when we're a real estate photographer or somebody that's using Matterport to, to an everyday degree, we're, we find ourselves in places with low light. Um, in this case, we were doing a job for an insurance claim of a home that had a recent fire they wanted to show the damage, but of course there's no lighting in it. And it was daylight. So there are some spots where you can see where the window is bringing in some light, but otherwise I'll, I'll try and show you um, exactly. Let me share my screen with you. And let's, let's pull up. Got a few here. All right. Here we go. So to everybody right now, this probably looks like uh, a black screen, but in reality, this is uh, part of this home that when we finished up the tour, we did a second, uh, a second set of scans so that we could show a before and after. And this is up in the attic. And if I am uh, turning around, I can see there's some natural light coming in right there from the one window. But if you look around everywhere else, you could see that we start looking into some darkness. Well, move forward and now we're in light. This is it with the light on. And yeah, you can see some shadows and everything, but you can see it's just like you had a, if you had a flash on top of your, your camera at this point, because there was literally no light in this house whatsoever. So um, we're, we're, we're viewing this as a before and an after. Now you're showing after with the solution. We'll talk exactly. about the solution. But the, the, the example that you're setting up for us today is showing up for a Matterport scan and the space either has subpar lighting uh, or no lighting at all. Uh, that's a problem. And then how do you solve that? Bingo, bingo. And um and then even further, we could go with just uh, as simple as just lighting the space um, better, but we can also talk later on in the show a little bit more about uh, concise lighting and, and, and a little bit more intricate lighting. But for everyday use, it's, um, this is exactly what we were doing. We take this in. I even use this lighting now to do outdoors in the evening at dusk. Um, but let me show you. Some Maybe you could of, show us some of the, the fire damage. Yeah, I'm going to bring you down to the second floor right now. Mm -hmm. Look at this. Okay, so uh, when we did this and we put this up, we didn't tell Matterport about this, but we got a call from Matterport 
asking us how we did this um, because they said the lighting was so even. And um, I was excited about that because um, this comes from our real updated, our latest prototype. Well, actually our second prototype, which is now the model that we're sending uh, out. Tony, even before you get to the solution, let's let's still walk through a little, a little bit more space. <clears throat> this, this uh, you know, obviously this is, uh, you know, somebody's dream uh, burnt, burnt to, uh, let me go to the front door real quick. Okay, I can go to the door and we can see that, you know, you've got some, some light coming in here. There's some light coming in here. Okay. Um, but as you look down the hall, you can see that it goes darker and darker and darker because the only light that's going into the house right now is what's coming in through the door or through the window. We needed to show the detail. So now as we walk in, I want you to see how the light goes, it's it's not, it's still dark off in further down the road, you know, because about 20 feet or so the light starts to fall off. But when you go into the spots that we're lighting up, look at the look at the detail in here. And what was really huge for me was I didn't want, I wanted to be able to shine a light on any property and not only tell a story, but give some great detail uh, both above and below and side to side. But, you know, the other thing I wanted to do was not have, have these harsh themes that you see on some of these, these lit things where you, you could tell that it's a 360 you have overlapping scans. Uh, I didn't want people to be bothered and stopped and hesitate because the, the lighting was just inadequate. So as you can see- Tony, excuse it, me, let, let me just- great job. Right. Tony, let me pause you right there and then correct me if I'm wrong. Sure. <clears throat> but when I look at this, what, what I see is, ah, uh, this vertical is insurance, fire, flood damage, uh, where there's no lighting or, <clears throat> excuse me, low lighting. Right there, if you stop there just for a second, because my, my, unfortunately, my wife and I, <clears throat> excuse me, if you can all bear with me. I'm going to put my mask on. <laughs> <laughs> my, my my wife and I have experienced three different floods in our house. So we've we've seen all the insurance adjusters come through the house, the general contractor, the, the remediation process, the, the renovation, the restoration process. Yep. And, and certainly when that estimator has come in to estimate for insurance purposes, they actually need to see uh, okay, you know, what's the molding down at the floor between the wall and the, and the, the wall and the floor and the crown molding between the, the, the top of the wall and connecting to the ceiling and to see the level of detail that you're capturing uh, may mean that the homeowner actually gets more money from the Absolutely. insurance. Absolutely. As, as we, anybody that uh, photographs uh, residential real estate enough understands that the the better the trim the better the make of that of the home the the more cost per square foot it's going to be so yeah essentially that's what we're trying to show for people in a nutshell and what was beautiful yeah. so, about so for those for those of us that are like matterport service providers we're just shooting residential yep this vertical is so important what tony is illustrating with the lighting solution that he's come up with with lytra is because the level of documentation is so good that it will help the estimator put together the the um, 
uh, all the different layers and textures of, okay, it's not just that there's a wall, but there's insulation behind the wall and there's something else that was behind the wall. And all those things add up to money to, to and the insurance company is, is perfectly fine paying the adjustment. They just need to have the documentation and proof that actually justifies the amount that's being submitted. And so, you know what's really, what was really great in this case right here is that um, this is not too long after the incident. So um, the information that we scanned in a, in a fairly short period of time, maybe about two hours or so, was able to be disseminated across the globe to whoever needed to be involved in that claim quick. Um, they were able to get that information. So they don't have to come trudging through here themselves and make the trip. And yeah, I want, us, I, I want you I, to- I think that any restoration company, fire, flood, restoration, insurance, uh, documentation, you know, any of those kind of keywords here, looking at what you're capturing essentially in the dark, because you've added this amazing lighting solution that we'll talk about, uh, this is this is uh, a game changer of what you've accomplished. Yeah, I'm very happy with the solution, and we worked it through a couple of different solutions to get here. I want to point out, look, look at down on the on the ground. This is what we were walking through to get these scans. So um, it, it's it's not for the faint of heart going into one of these. And I do recommend that if anybody ever gets a uh, a fire damaged home, that you wear some very bad clothing. You wear a respirator, please wear a respirator and wear some big boots. Um, something yeah, this, to protect this, your this feet. This is almost a whole show in itself of yep. what you need to know to be safe in, in shooting in a space like this. Absolutely. Now, for, you know, for those of us who are looking at this and say, well, I shoot residential listings. I'm not quite sure what this has to do with me. You know, stay tuned because we're going to talk about consistent and predictable lighting a little bit later in the show. But before we go forward, Tony, I'd like to go back to... Um, uh, the copper mine in Connecticut. Tell us the story about how you actually pioneered uh, the problem that you had with the copper mine and that led to the pioneering of the solution. I'd be happy to. I just want to point one thing out to you. Everybody take a quick look at this. There is no window, no lights anywhere in that room. That was pitch black, just like the attic from above and, and the level of detail. I'm, I'm just that happy about what we wound up uh, coming up with. So there's. Yeah, that's awesome. While you're getting set up with the copper mine, I'm going to tell our audience to stay tuned Please. because yep. we're going to have a special offer. <clears throat> excuse me. We're going to have a special offer on the Lytra Torch 2.0 reality capture lighting kit later in the show. Uh, Tony, tell us about the, uh, the, the copper mine and how it relates to this lighting. So sure. So the first thing is that I was asked to do uh, the nation's first uh, prison, which is called Old, Old Newgate Prison in Connecticut. And believe it or not, they had about 100 prisoners all during George Washington's time. They were all kept in a copper mine underground. Um, and it's it's a really neat so, tour to go. Could you hey. resize? Excuse me, Tony. Could you yeah. resize this so we could see it full? Screen? I'm about to. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> so. What I want to show you is this is not, this is their lighting. And with their lighting, I thought it was too harsh. This is when you walk through their tour as a, a general person, this is it. I wanted to show it like it felt. I wanted to be able to make it feel as if the light falls off forward. We don't get these scenes like we were talking about. The light was consistent and the level of detail that we can look at and everything was going to be 
nice at the same time. And so what I wound up doing was as I was looking for a way to build some lights around it, I, I, I did some research. I, I found these, uh, the Lytra Torch 1.0s at that time with Lytra, reached out to them and asked them, would you be interested in letting me you know, do something like this? They were awesome. They sent me a bunch of uh, GoPro type like mounts and a ton of their lights and said, go to it, let's talk. And I, I, I quickly, um, if you could see, I'll post, I'll, I'll show you what it came up with after, after, here we go. This this is what we came up with, a bunch of GoPro lights, our GoPro mounts, and, and then the lights, they're on good angles, they're on particular angles that allowed me to have good light coverage left to right, top to bottom, and not have the seams that we normally have if you're doing a 360 or 3D when you have the overlapping scans. So, it, But at the same time, they were natural um, because they're daylight balanced and they're waterproof. And I was going underground into a cave and I was literally soaked by the time I came out because right. it so, rips on you. So let's oh. take us back to the cave. It's really hey. interesting. So take us back to the to the copper mine, if you wouldn't mind share your screen again. So, so what Tony was holding up was a was what you might consider a prototype or a MacGyvered uh, solution. I love that. Uh, and then I think you're going to show us what the lighting looked like with your MacGyvered <laughs> Lytra solution. I am. I am. So mm -hmm. let me just take you two or three steps in here so you can see all their artificial lighting. And and get a, a little bit of a feeling of like yeah it, it, it's 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 truly there are lights everywhere in here and this is this is them I really wanted it to be uh, a bit different so I'm going to take you into the next space this is after we had our first prototype I'll, I'll blow it up and I want you to look at this we turned off all the house lights so now it feels like a true cave. The light falls off. You can see it going off in the darkness. You feel like you're walking into the darkness and you know 20, 30 feet up, yeah, what's going to be around the corner. But look at the top, look up around here. This is a copper mine. And I wanted, there are drips of water up here. There's green veins of copper coming through. Um, and this truly is what your eyes actually kind of start to feel after you are acclimated after, you know, a few minutes. Um, and so these lights on the lowest setting, um, which is 100 lumens, was able to do this for me. And you can see as we look around and we look up, look at the copper, look at the green up on the top here, look at the, the water droplets. Um, the detail was fantastic. And they really held true to what I thought was closer to what the human eye was, would see in here once you became uh, you know, accustomed to looking at it and give people more of a feel of truly walking through a cave. Look, duck your head, boom, because I had to. This is about three, four feet. Um, and then we walked around the cave. Everything starts to go downhill. And you can see it's, it, it's dark, but as we come in, it's lighting the area that I wanted to. I could have gone 400 lumens and shot the light down further, um, but it wouldn't have felt much like a cave. So this was my first real need to manipulate light on top of a Matterport camera. And um, it was very successful. Great. Um, Tony, could, do you think you could post that to the We Get Around Network forum? Uh, I'd be happy to. Yeah, so that, that'll be, you know, that's kind of the, this is the, I guess, old new gate prison, prison. copper mine known as the copper mine in Connecticut. 
I think you did this for the Connecticut State Historical Preservation. Um, State so, Historical Preservation Office, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so that would be great. We'll, we'll post it to the We Get Around Network Forum, wganforum.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, just use the search box for LITRA, L-I-T-R-A, and you'll be able to uh, tour the cave. And presumably what you'll see is the uh, kind of the prototype lighting. So this was second prototype and uh, we made some fine tuning. Um, this is a little three foot tunnel that I crawled under, but look at, look at the detail around this, right? But yes, this is the second prototype that we just made a few little tweaks to before actually creating the final build. Um, and it was more just a question of angles and accessibility, as you'll see when we open up the model, uh, just making things easier for us to be able to tighten down lights. Uh, we added levels, um, spirit levels to the sides and back of the mount to help because the ambient lighting around this light, even though it's pointing forward, is enough to give you a little idea of putting your hand up there and you can get a sense like I was on very uneven ground in here. A house is gonna be pretty even. If you've got your tripod set up um, and you've got your Matterport camera level, you're good to go. Um, yeah. But if so you're- I, I, think that's, I think that's good context to understand um, yeah. you were grounded in a, a real problem of how to deal with this space in subpar lighting. Yes. You reached out to Lytra um, they were super cooperative to work with you to help figure out a solution. <clears throat> and then you, you pioneered a solution, which is now known as the Lytra Torch 2.0 Reality Capture Lighting Kit. Exactly. Which I think you sent me. I did send you a copy. Okay. So we're going to do, do a little unboxing here so we can see what this kit includes. <clears throat> I'll try my best not to. Don't cut yourself. Try my best not to stab myself. That's right. So Chris, Christmas. So I packaged this last uh, yeah on, on Monday. So I hope I did a good job packaging. I, yes, I, 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 think I, you did I looked it. at it and I said, you know, I need to send in one. And it was Monday, and I'm thinking I've got to get that there to you soon. Okay, so I'm opening my box. It's packed really well. Okay, got some bubble wrap. So what you're seeing right now is going to be a, as, a, as a hard shell case um, with a wrap on it. And the wrap has got the image of, uh, of the lighting kit that we created. And it's got a lot of uh, the pros, um, the specs and everything right on the front. There's also a back of it as well. that has got some more information too. And it'll show you a little more detail about the lighting and so forth, and give you a couple more of the, uh, the pros, I call them, of, of using the light. But there's a lot more information on the inside on a, a card. Uh, we have a user guide that is um, on the inside, comes along with all the other pieces that Dan's gonna open up. As he, I think he's just trying not to rip the cover, right? I ripped the cover. Ah, that's okay. It's, it's okay. my copy, so I'm not too concerned with that. Oh, okay. So I, I got this piece here. Yep. So as you see, so the lights come, um, they're not tightened down or anything along those lines. But the way you're showing it right now, 
Um, the lights are on top of what uh, there's a there's the Lytra base. Um, and then above the Lytra base is a plate that's got some angles on it. And what you do is you take each light and you take the face of the light and you put it even with the front plane of the plate. So in this, it's fairly simple to figure out the middle one goes straight um, and exactly. So you just turn them to the angle of the plate. Now we did have on the first version, we had a, a, a way to uh, really lock them into that space, but we found that um, we wanted to be able to tweak things once in a while. These angles are gonna help you so that you have no seams whatsoever left to right when you're scanning. Also this, that plate. This, this isn't done quite in rehearsal, but our green screen is uh, picking up the green of cool. the bubble. So uh, there's actually a <laughs> leveler here that you can't see because my green screen has taken it out. Um, and, and then the same thing here. I'm not sure you can see that. It looks like it's a clear, but it's, it's actually the green little- A green it? spirit level. Yep. Green spirit level. Okay. And, and what that allows people is, is to always make sure that they're getting their best alignment really in the field. I mean, you know, you don't have to have something extra to carry around. That stuff, we're, we're toyed between a couple of different um, mounts at the moment. Right now, that's called a dual lock. And um, some of our feedback right now is uh, it's fantastic. It locks everything down. Um, but people aren't used to it like normal Velcro. You have to push it down and hear a pop and snap it into the existing mount. So what you just took off needs to actually be taped up on before taking that off, you, oh, you literally yes. mount it to the top of the Matterport. It's- Oh, um, oh, 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 yes, yes, so, yes that, that would make sense, okay. Yeah. So okay. think of it as just very strong Velcro. Okay, so my, my job is to do uh, everything that could possibly go wrong, <laughs> and then for you to point that out. So it's but, interesting, I've never experienced that kind of Velcro before, where yeah. I do need to actually m mash it down pretty hard. You do. You do. Okay, and what that does is it, it it ensures the fact that these things are not going to fly off on you. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, what what do you call that tape? It's called dual lock, and it's by 3M. But we are also looking at another alternative right now that is also 3M. It's a uh, it's just a ten pound Velcro, and it's a little little simpler to put on and off. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to take the backing off, and I'm yeah because you because you. I messed up. I took it off. I shouldn't have taken that's it. That's okay. That's so can I can I point out something? If you open up the the actual case for a second, yeah, and look inside and and show them uh, there is a user guide in there. Oh, I, I never read instructions. That's okay. Some people <laughs> do, some people don't. But what's really beautiful about it is we've included a template. So everything you need to know about how to put this on and line it up to the, the proper settings on the top of your Matterport camera. And you'll see pictures of it online as well, um, but some great detail. It'll give you all the, um, all the specs are also printed on there. You could get some more information on, you know, the different parts. So you can see right there on the bottom that not only is there a three light setup, which gets rid of all the seams, but there's a simple two light setup if you just need to shed some light on an area and you aren't too concerned about the overlapping scans or anything. So you can scale it. 
Okay, that looks like some mandatory things. I can skip those too. All of our FCC so warnings. I don't read stuff. That's um, okay. So I'm going to jump in and you're going to help help me put this on my Matterport. What I would do right now, just for the sake of, 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 of uh, more because of the tape and stuff you took off, you could just set it up on the top and I'll show you where to put it. Ah, okay. So rather than actually mounting it. Yeah, just, just stick it up there and I'll show you exactly what's... So what's, what's pretty interesting is right between the T and the R, there's actually a little center check mark on the actual uh, on the actual model itself. So right under the T and the R in Lytra, we actually included a little center mark. And what we wind up doing is in the template that we give you, um, we show you exactly where on the top of your Matterport camera to line up that center mark. Is and what we do is- Matterport camera, it looks like there's a little bit of a line that I've never noticed, or is that just a scratch? What's that? Did you scratch yours? Uh, no, I thought that my camera had a little spot to indicate the center. Maybe. It's yeah, we've got the measurements in the user guide, so it's really easy for people to just take a ruler out real quick, find their center mark, put a little pencil mark on there or something, and drop this thing right into place. Um, we've got top views, side views, and everything to show you how easy it is. When I look down at the top of a Matterport camera, there's actually a seam about an eighth of an inch all the way around. And what I do is I put it inside that seam instead of up to the front face of the camera. You don't want any, any part of the light to extend forward of the camera. Okay. So if you go back that so one eighth inch to the seam. On the top of my camera? Hmm? A little bit of a lip? Yeah, you, you'll see a little seam that's an eighth inch back. Yeah, you just, okay. So just you line the front face up back. with that and you're all set. Okay, so we'll, we'll call that it. How do I turn the lights on? So if those are juiced up, you just press down once on one of them. If they're juiced up and they're juiced up. So that's the first level. And there you go. I could adjust them so that they're they're flat to the to the to the face of the plate that's underneath it. Exactly. Wow, that's cool. And is there, is there any adjustment the angles that they need to be in? What's that? Is there any adjustment? Is it just on off? Uh, no, so the adjustments are, the fact is right now that what you've done is you've put the first setting on, which is 100 lumens, which is what we did. Um, I can show you a couple of examples of some homes and things like that that we did with just 100. If you press it a second time, you now you have 400 lumens. Now the 400 lumens is going to last you um, about two hours. The 100 is going to last you close to closer to four. Um, so the battery life on these things are great. Um, you could actually use a little like a juice pack or a battery pack. And if you well, need I, I it, it, again. Home, it felt like they went up again. And so a third level, they do. And if you start going in those third levels, it, it's, it's gonna get a little warm on you. <laughs> okay. Um, and it, so Right now, what we're looking are very bright lights. The fourth level is a strobe. So that's what we're seeing now. Oh, we're going to turn the show into a disco here. We, we yeah, I'm not, know gonna, we I'm not dancing for you, though, Dan, okay? Um, all right, I'll dance a little bit. Um, and the next step is off. So if you see um, the actual light that you have and the actual lights that I have, you see, these only had 
these had a lot less LEDs on them. And yours was the prototype. That yeah, you and they were one color lights. And what you have right now are um, cold and warm lights. So they give a really uh, beautiful daylight 5,700 Kelvin light. So they're um, what we would consider daylight. And if I wanted to pop it off and use it for something else, it's just- So that's the cool thing. So my staff, we all have extra lights, the, the cubes on their own, because you can feel they're, they're pretty rugged. They're very rugged. They're waterproof. You could drop them. Um, and what we do is we're real estate photographers, number one. Matterport came second, right? Um, although we're building the Matterport business, and real estate really is, is a day-to-day -day for us. And we use flashes on our cameras. Um, if I go into if I go into a, a, a house that's got one of those kitchen to breakfast areas, the family room, and you've got that long space to show, if we're using the flash, we do HDR, we do a flash, but when we're using flash, I'm going to want to get some more light further down in the in the area, maybe in the back rooms or things. We drop these on a, a shelf, like a bookshelf, or we hide them behind a plant or do things like that, and it sheds more light. And it makes for really beautiful photos because you've got a, a better lit photograph. How, how do you, how'd you activate them? You just, we activate them by pressing, pressing the button and walking away and going back and oh, so you, leave, you just leave the light on. You just leave the light. We move them to any room that we need them. Okay. I'm not so I mean, good doing that. Take, take a minute. Yeah, Tony, I'm not so good on an unboxing. So I should actually uh, <laughs> show what else is in the kit. So this Please. Like so that's very important. So what else comes in the kit is that is a charger, a USB charger, and it's got three ports on it. It's important for us to be able to charge all three of these lights at the same time. And, and another point is that we used to use what comes with these lights. If you just buy these things directly from Lytra, just the light, it comes with a little six inch USB charger. Now, if you can imagine six inches and hanging it off your wall, um, you know, these lights are dangling from your, from your socket. So what we put in were longer USB cords so that you can pretty much put them on a tabletop. You can uh, charge them pretty much anywhere you need to. So uh, this is, what, what's this end? What do you call that? So that's, I'm looking at a USB. I can't tell from that. So uh, yeah, yeah, that's. So, well, this side would be the USB. So USB would... and a micro. Yep. Okay. And so I'm gonna put that in the back of the light. There actually is one, only one way that it'll work, so. There you now, go. So, and now I'm, I just happen to have a brick with me. That doesn't come in the kit, but I'm actually just charging the, the light. How do I know when it's fully charged? It usually takes about two hours to charge them. So just leave it for two hours. There's, yeah. there's no indicator on it for yeah. that. Okay. And then I, I noticed something else here is it's got, uh, I, 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 I would call that a consumer grade mount on the bottom. It does. So it's got the standard quarter inch mounts. Uh, so what you would see when you see a quarter 20, which is the little screw that comes on every tripod, you either see a quarter or an eighth of an inch. Exactly. So what you see right there that you can screw them into is also what you find universally on, uh, on all tripods. Okay. Um, and and I, I guess I would just add here, there's a little bit of a, a protector. So once I'm done charging, I want to put the plug back into the port. Yeah. So that's a little rubber protector so that when you're, uh, because they're waterproof lights, um, that rubber is actually 
covering the hole for where you actually do your charge. So you don't expose the electric electrical part to the water. Yep. Okay, so I'm gonna screw that back in. Oh, that's interesting. I, I don't think I did that right. So there actually turns out that there are- There are two holes. There are two. So there's one directly in the back. So like if you, if you look uh, you know, online, we have um, another 360 type version for Elytra. They use a, a, this little tool right here. Yeah, so that data. And if you look at that with a light, you wouldn't have the light sitting on top of it. You have them out on the end. So we what, have- What do you a, call that one? We have a hole here. So this is a 360. Um, so hold it up, let's take a look at it. These are on the web page as well. Okay, if you hold it up just for a second. Yep. Uh, ah, okay, so you can put the Lytra lights on each of those mounts. Uh, exactly. And that's gonna go on your pole for like a Rico Theta Z1. Tell you what, let's do that as a separate show. Maybe we'll have either you back or a representative of Lytra and we'll just focus on the 360 camera solution from Lytra. Perfect. Okay. So I, I, put my, uh, I put my lights back on and I like that it felt like a little bit of a prop back here. And I noticed that I do actually have to, you know, oh. push down on it with that mashing it. And then it really does feel secure. I only have one of the double mounted tapes on. You know, that's why we're toyed between the, the 10 pound Velcro or those and, and those, once you hit, hear that pop, you know, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's way cool. So- One of the things, uh, if, if I could show you too, is that, you know, with the solution, this is what we came up with before. And I really wanted to make sure that we weren't going to be taxing the motor on the Matterport camera as well, or adding any unnecessary weight to it. So what we did when we came up with the airplane aluminum there is we scaled it down and we got the center of gravity really close to the top of the camera. And, um, you know, we've been using them for a better part of a year and a half now. And, and knock, knock on, we haven't had any issues with the motor. So, uh, you know, I say knock on wood because you never know what happens with the Matterport camera, so. Okay, so. Uh, very happy uh, with the. So this mount. Yep. With the three Lytra Torch 2.0 lights. Right. The three cables, the charger to plug into the wall, the case, the light instructions info on the outside, then the instructions on the inside to kind of complete my case. And then I can actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this piece of paper off. In fact, I will cut that off. We've got a lot of printed pieces. If I need one, I know where to get them. Yep. And then I can actually zip it closed. So I, uh, I actually have a handle here I think I got it. So if I wanted to carry that as a separate kit, I can have all my lighting in one place with the appropriate cables, comes in a, a nice uh, kit. That's the uh, Lytra Torch 2.0 Reality Capture Lighting Kit. Again, later in the show, I'll tell you how to get 20% off on this from the Lytra website. Um, Tony, I, I, so far you've showed us subpar light yeah. and no light situations. Mm -hmm. That seems, okay, that's obviously a huge problem. And you've, you've solved it with this Lytra 2.0 reality capture lighting kit. Um, 
what about just consistent predictable light? Does, does that fit in? I'm doing a Matterport scan with the cam with the pro camera and I, yeah, you know, so if you, what you talk, maybe a real estate, um, a home. Yep. So I, I mean, do, do you have an example of where you scanned where you could maybe show why the model looks different? I could show you, um, well, again, the model I have to show you, it has to, to show you in a home that literally has no light. It's a new build with no electricity. Um, but it's a, it, it's, it's what we wound up using for a virtual tour to be able and to you, How about showing us that? We'll, we'll talk yeah. about while you're showing that. So while, while Tony's calling that up and getting set up, I'll let you know about the special offer on Lytra Torch 2.0 Reality Capture Lighting Kit. You can save 20%. And if you're in the United States, uh, free shipping. Uh, you simply, you'll go to the Lytra site and we're, we're going to show you where to go on the website to find the unique link to redeem this offer. And the coupon code is going to be CyberNow, S-Y, uh, excuse me, C-Y-B-E-R-N-O-W, all one word, solid. CyberNow, yeah, is it N-O-V or N-O-W? CyberNow. Okay, yep. C-Y-B-E-R-N-O-W, so it's one word, and that coupon code is going to work through 30 November 2020. And then if there are any other special offers that Lytra is offering for We Get Around Network forum members, come back to the forum, W-G-A-N forum, simply type in uh, Lytra. In, in fact, Tony, let me just uh, drive for a moment, if you don't mind. Please, please. Uh, I'm going to um, whoop, whoop, hit the wrong button there. Don't want to do that. Uh, Let's see, just take me a second. Can I point out something about uh, the special? Sure. I, I did a little math and if you went on and bought their three, three of these light or torch lights on their own. And now if you take it, buy this package and take advantage of the 20% discount that they have for the holidays, you actually get this entire kit for only an additional around 40 bucks. Uh, the case, the, the mount, everything else. So it's- uh, Cool. Uh, so I, what I want to show uh, is where to find the link because this is actually so new. Lytra is not presently advertising it to the general public. So you come to the We Get Around Network forum, wganforum.com, come to the search box and just simply type in Lytra in our search box. And you're gonna, when you hit that search button, you're gonna end up on this page. And on this, uh, this page in the forum, there's a video, a little bit more detail of showing the, uh, the, the lighting kit, uh, some pictures of it. Uh, you'll also see some uh, use cases. Uh, we'll talk more about those. Uh, and Boom, down here, special offer for WGAN forum members. There's that. It's uh, CyberNove. It's N-O-V. I thought you were saying oh, now before. I am in, yes, thank you for correcting me. Yes, it's Cyber N-O-V for November. November. CyberNove. C-Y-B-E-R-N-O-V. Thank you, Tony. So then here you'll see Lytra Torch 2.0 Reality Capture Lighting Kit. You click on that. And then there's the page. And you can see, again, some more pictures. Uh, you can double check for the specs. You can see what's included. So Dan, 
this link right here is not in their menu. So you can't come back to Lytra and go up in their menu yet. This is being rolled out to you guys. Uh, special offer right now. You're the first to be able to see this other than a couple of companies that do restoration right now. You've got, um, so you have a direct link in here along with that, uh, with that discount. So there's that long link. And, and if you went to Lytra.com and you were searching for products, you're not going to find it. It's right now. It's presently being uh, shown to We Get Around Network forum members, to our audience, WGAN TV Live at 5. And it's this, it's this page, when you're on this page, excuse me, that you can um, uh, add to cart and, and, and use that code. Uh, then I just want to show one other page, as Tony just mentioned it briefly, is the Lytra 360 uh, mount bundle. So that was where you have a Rico Theta Z1 and you have this uh, lighting system using the, the Lytra Torch 2.0 lights. Um, I would be surprised if anyone would actually place them exactly that close to the camera related to the Nadir, but that's a whole nother topic. I just wanna let you know if you're interested in this, WGAN forum members can also use the code uh, on this page as, as well. And just a quick, quick note, those lights are just there to show you that, yes, they don't go that close to it because everybody's tripod is a little bit different. And you do want, because of the deer, you're going to want to have those lights drop down. There is a sweet spot for them. Yeah. Okay, great. Tony, how about you, uh, a driver, you're going to show a, a house? Absolutely. Uh, let's see. So while he, well, again, while he's getting set up, uh, Tony's uh, company, Capture, uh, LLC in Southern New England. Uh, their website is capturepix.com, C-A-P-T-U-R-E-P-I-C-S.com, capturepix.com. And uh, Tony, congratulations. You've been doing this about 18 years as a photographer. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, 2003, we started, we really, 2008, we started doing a lot of real estate, 2000, we were one of the first to adopt Matterport, um, and, uh, we've been using Matterport for five plus years now, so, um, this right here is, uh, with the 2.0s, um, so what I want you to see is that there is absolutely no lighting in this house, and yet, um, they wanted to get it on the market. They didn't have the electric hooked up yet, and they wanted to have some open houses. So I went in, used the uh, setup that we're all looking at right now. Um, what you can see, like if I had a flash on my DSLR, you can see a little shadow coming from behind these uh, lights up above. Um, but uh, because, they're, because they're diffused and they're nice lights, uh, I'm not seeing a big hot spot. I'm not seeing any big harsh spots or anything like that. When I turn around and look, uh, the light is even everywhere because you can imagine the light is going with the face of the camera. So whatever light I have looking at this, I'm gonna have looking here or here. It's gonna stay consistent because the light isn't a 360 light set up. It's set up for the front of the camera to move with each segment of the scan. Um, so that to me was very important to make sure that we had something that was going to stay consistent. And as you look around the house here, you can see that even the light going back into this fireplace and everything really remains well lit. Um, you know, I, I would say, you know, uh, on the on the fire example that you gave, 
you yep. know, it'd certainly be possible to set up standalone floodlights, go to, to Lowe's or Home Depot, set up floodlights. They'll never obviously have the, the nice even lighting that you're showing, um, but setting up standalone lights would not be an option in a house you know the 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 insurance adjuster wouldn't care about you know seeing a lighting set up as you're scanning, but you're scanning a house. You you can't have standalone uh, lights. So the only place to put the lights are really uh, where the camera is to keep it out of the picture. Put it keep it where the camera is exactly. And um, you know there are going to be some cases here where you really just need to shed. We're doing some exterior. Uh, restaurant drive-through type things right now um, to to uh, showcase literally just the drive-through areas. Um, but because we're using Matterport cameras, we're doing them early in the morning or we're doing them at, uh, at dusk. Um, well, this is just, a, these lights have allowed me to say, you know what, I can offer this in the evening. And now that it's winter time and my you know, it's dark outside at 4.30, I can actually go outside at 4.30, stay within my work hours and go scan these uh, drive-throughs and get the same kind of results. Uh, it's, it's awesome. So uh, I, uh, no light, low light, and even in consistent, and even in consistent lighting, uh, uh, the Lytra Torch 2.0 Reality Capture Lighting Kit solves that. I, I wrote down a list of uh, 10. Tell me if you can add any. So real estate, uh, so I would say fire, flood, damage, anything that's an insurance, yeah, document restoration. That's probably the, the super sweet spot for this is, is uh, uh, renovation, uh, um, restoration. Restoration is huge for us right now. So we, we just did... Um, a series of 40 historic churches because uh, they wanted to A, market it with the Matterport camera, but B, they wanted files. They wanted to be able to convert something to CAD if they had any kind of catastrophe so that they could go on. And this lighting allows you to uh, really capture enough detail so, so that folks, uh, no matter where they are in the world looking at this, can understand the little indiscrepancies between a floor and a wall or, you know, that type of thing. And, and, and as minute as the camera's picking up too. Yeah, so uh, just in terms of use cases, the, the fire, flood, anything that's with insurance, documentation, restoration, renovation. Tunnels, mines, uh, you know, any, anywhere it's dark right now. Dark. Um, uh, uh, as built to, to actually capture spaces that it's hard to see. So we're doing a lot of uh, a lot of recording right now for construction. Uh, we start with a drone when we have dirt piles out there, and we can show the progress that they're making. And as the stick goes up, and they start creating it and putting in electric and plumbing and all that, as they start to create the actual shell of the home, we can go in there and we can scan. So now they can see without electricity in there. Uh, plumbers, electricians down the line can actually go back in and see one of these scans and know exactly where behind the wallboard they can find these different utilities. Yeah, and I, I, I know I've been on uh, job sites uh, before drywall goes in just at the stud stage. There's no lighting, so you're you know you're you're limited in terms of daylight coming in, and if you're not on the top floor uh, and you're trying to scan, you need lights, uh, and you know. 
I, I think it may be helpful just context, Tony, you know, for the six and a half years that we've been doing that we get around network forum, there's been lots of effort of trying to solve lighting. Uh, I mean, I, I, I know even myself, I want to say, mm, you know, almost six and a half years ago, July, 20, uh, July 2014, I bought my camera. I, I think even that year, uh, I had a need for lighting. I went out and, you know, bought some suction cups and, you know, this. We did it too. You know, did, absolutely didn't work. You know, this thing, I, it, it, it doesn't have a texture that lends itself to suction cups. Bingo. We've had photographers that suspended lights underneath the tripod. Uh, so that when the, the tripod, but, it, but again, the lights didn't turn with the camera. So Can there's I show you so another, many attempts. Pardon? Can I show you another quick sample of sure. that open? Okay. Um, so I did the Mark Twain house. Uh, it's, it was one of our number one scans we ever did. And uh, Mark Twain house is, um, when you walk into their, into their lobby or into their, I'm trying to get out into the other, there we go. Um, when you walk in, it is one lumen. It has, it's supposed to be feeling like you're in candlelit environment. So if you look at this picture right hey, Tony, here. Tony, again, could you resize that I'm for us? I'm going to. Yep. Thank you. So Sorry. if you look at this picture right here, this is done with our lighting and the two and the new camera. So we've got the good new HDR going, but we also have some nice soft diffuse lighting going because I actually put white diffusers on each one of the three lights, um, which you can get from Lytra. They, they're, they're, they're like using a soft box if you were going for a portrait uh, photograph. Um, so, but let me, let me escape out of that for a second. Uh, this, is what, <laughs> this is what I had to do before that. And this goes back to um, using LEDs and camera uh, lighting off the shelf. And you can see, here's a hot spot here. We hid lights everywhere through this place because it was so dark. But what wound up happening was inconsistent lighting and harsh lighting gave us a really bright room that didn't reflect the nature of a candlelit room from back in the 17, 1800s. Um, so working with all the historics that we do, we, when we use lighting now, um, I'll, I'll open this one up and I'll show you that same room. Okay, this is the same room and this is what it feels like with the new lighting and the new camera. So this is looking into harsh sunlight, but look at this turning around here. See the difference? We're not adding lights off the shelf from a Walmart, you know, is it's, we- Yeah, no, I, I've literally done that. I've, I've been on, you know, I remember maybe five years ago going to a college campus and, uh, uh, I, you know, I, I had some extra time. And so the uh, client had already left, I'm on site. I go, okay, I'm gonna pull those lights out of the garage, out of the trunk of my car. And I'm setting up lights behind pillars. I'm, I'm laying down. <laughs> You know, uh, every time you do a scan, you have to move them. Yeah, I'm laying down extension cords. I, I got, I'm hiding the lights behind the pillar. I then go to scan. I'm scanning going down. I'm moving the lights behind the next pillar. So, I mean, you know, what, what, did it, what you've done with the Lytra, uh, Lytra Torch 2.0 Reality Capture Lighting Kit, you know, like 
well, that was silly. That just solved that problem. So there, there's many, again, many, many members that we get around network forum that have been experimenting with lighting, but never really solved it uh, until you, you and Lytra have done by putting together this kit that's, that's, uh, that's it has a small, you know, small footprint, center gravity, and, and easy to use. Yeah, you said it great when you said easy to use, really is. Yeah, because what, what I put together, let me see, I think I'm out of focus there. You okay. just went out of focus a little. Where's my camera? Here's my camera. Well, I guess I'd be, I, I guess I would be soft. I don't, I don't know why that is, but we'll, we'll, uh, we'll roll with it, it, I guess. So um, uh, pro probably something to do with, I go. got everything going on here. It's better. Uh, and it didn't know whether to focus on the camera or me. And uh, anyway, um, but going back to the Mark Twain house, um, got any interesting stories to tell about Mark Twain yeah. house? You just set me right up. Uh, so we all know, uh, anybody that's watched Jeopardy, um, knows that, uh, you know, Alex Trebek had passed away just this last week and we're big Jeopardy fans. Um, and last night, my wife and my daughter, my daughter is actually our, uh, our office manager here in the company. Um, and due to COVID, she's living at the house and she's 28 years old. Uh, but um, I'll show you what, uh, what came up as one of, the, uh, one of the questions last night and why I had to share it with you today because um, it, was, it was pretty amazing. Let me get out of here. And uh, so for context, again, uh, uh, Tony, uh, with capture uh, in the southern New England area, scanned did a Matterport scan of the Mark Twain house, and exactly. then his daughter's big fan of Jeopardy. He's about to show us a video. Let's go to the videotape. Okay, so this is what. So this, I'm going to try and blow this up for you. It's it's only as big as our screen grab. Yeah. Um, and uh, here. So how cool was that? Because indirectly, uh, the only way it's online is because we did a Matterport tour of the Mark Twain house. And That's awesome. So you, you yeah. could actually say that uh, that uh, Matterport was on Jeopardy uh, last night, Wednesday, November 11th, 2020. You can say that, uh, uh, that your team uh, scanned the Mark Twain house that was featured on, on Jeopardy. How cool is that? It was, it was very cool. We all had the chills, you know. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, so if you don't mind, maybe you could post uh, that video clip to the We Get Around Network forum. Also yeah. add the, the Mark Twain house so yeah. that uh, we can see. I, I think that's probably uh, super significant. I wouldn't surprise me if you post that in the forum today or tomorrow that you'll be getting a call by Matterport, <laughs> who I'm sure will wanna uh, include it on their blog too, because I think that's super big news and timely, unfortunately, with the. Uh, related to Alex Trebek passing. Yeah, it really was. So it made it that much more special. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Tony, um, is there a question I haven't asked you about the lighting? Um, you, we've covered quite a bit. Uh, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, I mean, as you can see, we're using it. Well, if I could just point out the fact that I, you know, I started as a real estate photographer. And a lot of these 
these jobs like the Mark Twain House, like the insurance and the restoration have come to us because we've been able to adapt and be able to use things like the, the lighting and be able to go ahead, you know, and, and so it's, it's really helped us get more jobs and actually grow the business. So um, I'm always looking for a tool that will help me do that. Number one, Matterport did that. It got us, it got us to where we are. We needed to do some refinement. Um, and we, we really feel that we came out with a, uh, you know, well thought out light and it's, it's, it's working wonders. And we're starting to hear some good feedback from the field. And we did test this with the field too. We sent it to a number of folks across um, and, uh, and got some good, good feedback. And that's how we made our final tweaks to 2.0. Awesome. Lytra Torch 2.0 Reality Capture Lighting Kit, specifically designed for a Matterport Pro 2 camera. Uh, Tony, awesome. Congratulations. Thank, thank you. Be, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you very much. I, I enjoyed it. We've been visiting with uh, Tony Healy. Tony is the president and founder of Capture LLC based in Southern New England. Uh, Tony uh, pioneered a lighting solution working closely with the Lytra team. And uh, uh, you can find him on his website, capturepix.com, C-A-P-T-U-R-E-P-I-C-S.com. You can also find Tony in the We Get Around Network forums. If you've got follow-up questions, Tony's uh, uh, WGAN forum member name is at capture. How, how cool to, is that? Happy to answer. Yep. So uh, uh, just post your questions in the We Get Around Network forum. Tony be happy to answer them. And uh, so uh, again, th thanks again for being on the show, Tony. And I'm Dan Smakebrod, founder of the We Get Around Network forum. And you've been watching WGAN-TV Live at 5.